0: ParmaBet on the edge of the box. Oh,
1: it's a straight-up screamer!
0: Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at ParmaBet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call
1: 1-800-858-858. Play USA. Powered by B-Solar. Creating custom solar panels to ensure you never face outrageous electricity bills ever again. Learn more at B.Solar.
0: Welcome to another episode of Play USA where we are joined by Melbourne's Jasmine Starr who has just graduated from the University of Texas at San Antonio. Jasmine reflects on her time at UTSA and also gives us a great insight into her college life in the USA.
1: So I actually applied kind of late to go to college because my initial plan wasn't to go to college tennis but um, like my parents and I discussed it and we thought it would be like more beneficial in the long term to like get a free education and also get to train and play tennis and everything. Um, So my dad ended up just emailing like a bunch of different colleges um, that he'd looked up because we didn't really have time to go through an agency, got some offers back. I think I ended up having like a Skype call with the coach um, at UT San Antonio and it went well and just kind of, it was also like really late, but the school looked nice. You know, you could walk everywhere um, it was small enough and, you know, it's hard to like get a car and everything and it's more troublesome if you have to like bike everywhere. But yeah, you know, everything looked really good. The girls all reached out to me um, after I'd verbally committed and then like signed properly. So yeah, that's kind of how everything went.
0: So you started in the spring of 2019. Now myself, most other uh, student athletes start in the fall. Was it weird going into the spring? Cause the spring is the, that's the season, right? So you don't have yeah. any, any prep sort of going into it. So how did you adjust to that?
1: Yeah, I kind of got thrown in, especially because I ended up coming in about a week, a week and a half like later than I expected, um, because the NCAA had been really like asking for more documentation and everything. So I ended up coming a bit later than I wanted. So I missed out on a bit more training. So I only got like maybe two, two and a half weeks of training in before we had our first match. And it was definitely like really tough. We played Texas A&M first round and that was a really tough match. In the doubles, I didn't know that. We only played one set of doubles and that was it. So we'd like, we'd already lost. I thought we had another set to go. And then my teammate was like, no, you, we, we're done. We have singles now. But yeah, it definitely was a bit of a whirlwind. I didn't really know what was going on at the very beginning, but You kind of, if you get thrown in like that, you kind of adjust pretty quick.
0: Yeah, you're thrown in the deep end. Texas A&M, they're a a top school. You had to get some requirements from the NCAA. I know that there's the NCAA clearinghouse and then I'm sure you had to have some academic requirements into into UTSA. So how how did that work for you?
1: My SAT was okay. I think one of the issues that did pop up was they didn't take art because I did two years of art in year 11 and 12 uh, back at home Uh, and they didn't count that as like a curriculum kind of thing to go into U.S. college but luckily they I think they overlooked that because my GPA was high enough or something and my SAT was fine but then when I got to uh, San Antonio I had to take a math test um, sadly because I like just barely failed the maths portion of the SAT. Uh, they just changed the like scoring requirements, so I had met the old requirement, but because they had a new requirement uh, for the score, I just just missed out on that. So I had to take a I don't remember what it's called, some sort of Texas like college level mathematic test to make sure that I could do college math. Luckily, I passed that. But otherwise, I think most of the sort of academic. Things going into the NCAA it was just a lot of communication between my high school, getting all the um, records and everything and sending them over.
0: Much different to what you'd expected in Australian university. You know, you have you know, the ATAR score gets taken into account to go to an Australian university. It's much different going into the U.S. system. You do the ACT or the SAT. Mm. then, you know, when you get there, you, you, you start doing freshman classes. And that's yeah. for those out there, you know, freshman year is your first year. Mm-hmm. And they're broad subjects. And I'm sure the math tests that you were just alluding to place you into the correct math course.
1: Uh, yeah, so... It was the math test I took was just to be able to take uh, college level mathematics. My degree, I'm in the College of Liberal Arts. So technically speaking, my degree doesn't require like a very high level of mathematics uh, or like really any. It was just like one semester of math, So I just took a basic one because I'm a language major. It was a bit stressful because in high school, because I hadn't, I, I hadn't thought that far ahead to me going to college. I only took general mathematics. And so a lot of the things that were on the SAT were things that were in like methods that I hadn't learned before. So that was stressful. So I'd recommend if anyone's going to college to definitely think ahead and take methods.
0: Take methods. Yeah, yeah. Because you'd want to get ready for the SAT. Yeah. So you're on a pretty big campus, over 30,000 students. So what's it like going from class to class? Like you ride a bike, you walk, is there like a campus bus?
1: Campus is small enough that you can walk like very easily to wherever you need to go from one side of campus to the other side of campus. It might take a little while, but it's definitely walkable. It's not like a lot of other big campuses like Baylor or like Texas A&M where you definitely need to actually have like a car or a bike or something because, you know, there are roads in between everywhere. So I've been living on on campus and I can just walk like it's only about a... Like six minute walk to the courts uh like a 10 to 15 minute walk to you know where classes are and everything there is a like a shuttle system uh that takes people who live off campus to come on campus um and that's free and then there's like another bus system that can take you to different places around san antonio uh, also for free because we have a like as students we get a free bus ride every semester
0: Nice, nice. I'm sure that there's a lot to do being in a large metropolitan area. You know, the population of San Antonio is around 1.4 million, still big enough to feel like home.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's actually, I didn't really think about it, uh, but, like, when I came here, uh, I would say Texas is, like, of course, it has its differences being an American, and everything from uh, Australia, but it's actually, like, not horribly different uh, of a culture shock than, being back at home you know everyone's quite friendly of course there's a lot more of a southern accent texas accent and yeah the weather is also kind of a bit wacky like melbourne (laughs) probably not as much four seasons in a day but definitely changes enough
0: what were some of the biggest shocks like so when you came in the spring of 2019 i'm assuming that was you came in um sometime in january in terms of like the i'm sure there's a well we say language barrier but there's more of an accent barrier which can make things hard to understand in conversation. And then there's also a food barrier as well. Were there some shocks when you came in?
1: Uh, uh, Definitely. I mean, first of all, like my parents came up with me uh, to help me settle in for like the first like three or five days. And my dad had to like drive us everywhere. Um, And of course, they drive on the opposite side of the road. Their driver's seat is on the opposite side and everything's in uh, the Imperial system. So it's miles, not kilometres. And here in Texas, uh, on the highways, they, like, legally drive faster um, if you convert, like, the miles per hour to kilometers per hour, which was also kind of scary. So it was very stressful when my dad was trying to drive and, like, veer off and everything. Even when I first, like, got to the airport, um, I got kind of a bit of a shock. Like, you would stereotypically think of uh, Texas um, because I think like an airport officer or someone who was walking around was wearing a a cowboy hat and like that sort of outfit, which to me was just like, wow, I'm really in Texas. And the food here is very Mexican inspired. There's a lot of uh, really good Tex-Mex and all of that, which I like, Um, I've come to like.
0: Yeah, so I know that the roads in Texas, you can go 75 miles an hour, which I think is the fastest out of any other state in in the US. I don't know if any other states, you can go 75. Um, Most of the interstates are 70 miles an hour, but 75 miles an hour, that's like 140 kilometers an hour. You know, if you're going on the Eastern freeway in Melbourne, you know, that's a hundred kilometers an hour. If you're going two or three over, you'll get a speeding ticket um, and lose the merit points. But in Texas, like I'm sure most people are going more than 75 on the, on the highways
1: absolutely yeah every time my teammates are driving you know even they drive really fast sometimes and like they're overtaking everyone and it's crazy like I feel like I'm going to die at some point
0: Austin is an hour away then you got Dallas and Houston which is like four to five hours each Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if it's like a pride thing you know like I want to go on speed or is it that all the other cities are just sort of so far away from each other being Texas is a huge state
1: yeah that would make sense I guess it does take a really long time to get around Texas. When you're traveling to
0: play college matches, do you guys usually take the bus, or is there any is there any flying involved?
1: Um, so if it's within Texas, we're always driving. Before COVID, we would drive all in one uh, like minivan kind of thing. But I think after COVID, or they just made a new rule in the NCAA is that you could only drive that type of minivan if you had a certain amount of people. So now we've been just driving in two separate like cars kind of. And then obviously, if we're out of state, we will usually fly. We have taken, we have driven to Louisiana, and we usually drive up to El Paso, I think, in New Mexico
0: sounds like a lot of traveling in one season how, how many yeah. matches would you usually play in a given season
1: i think we end up playing like about the maximum each semester um so which is i think around like 22 to 25 that's a lot of matches and if you compare
0: that to someone who's playing you know, local amts or or futures um, and if you only get you know max of three or four matches in a tournament then that's like the equivalent of like eight to 12 tournaments but at college, it seems more efficient given all the matches that you get in in such a short time span.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like each month is always kind of marked out with, you know, the schedule, how many matches we're playing. And obviously the NCAA has the rules in the spring where uh, I think each week you have to have at least one day off uh, mandatory. So I think how our coach kind of set it up since I've been here is like January. Um, is usually kind of like liner, we'll start maybe halfway through january just a couple matches february is sort of like that build-up march is really heavy and then april kind of dies down towards the end towards conference and then may is obviously um like finals week and everything and everyone going back home
0: so your ncaa division one and in that, in the NCAA Division One, there's 34 conferences across the country. So mm-hmm. obviously, that's a lot of schools. So UTSA conference USA, but I'm sure you play a combination of in conference and out of conference matches as well.
1: Yes. So we're currently in conference USA, but because our football team won conference, some of the other sports around uh, UTSA have also been doing uh, pretty well. We're moving to I think like the. I think you're moving to the AAC.
0: Yes, the American
1: one. I think maybe next year. But yeah, we do play at least a couple conference matches during our season. Kind of varied, I think, while I was here. I think we ended up, we played more of our conference peers maybe in like my first two years. And then these last two years have been like a little bit less. Also, there's a bit of conflict, like depending on if we have to travel to them. And then if we're playing other people near them or if they come to us. Um, But otherwise, most of the matches we play are people not in our conference, I think.
0: And have you played against or with any Australian players?
1: Uh, Yeah. So Monique Burton, she plays for Southern Southern Miss. I think most years I've been here, we've played against them. And I always see her at conference because we're in the same conference currently. This year, I got to see Eloise Swarbrick. She's in Middle Tennessee, and they held a conference in Middle Tennessee, though I didn't see her there.
0: So on your team, are there any Australians, or is it just a mix of um, Americans and other international players?
1: So when I first got here, our captain was Charlene Tewary from Western Australia. And then after that semester, she graduated. And then it was just me for a bit. And then Lexi Weir from Western Australia also came in, I think in the fall of 2020, I think. And we've been roommates uh, since then. So yeah, she's the only other Australian on the team. And there are no Australians on the men's team. They're mainly Americans and Latin Americans.
0: So I know at, at most schools, especially for when I was at Bellhaven, um, when you get into your junior year, which is your third year, you have the option of Uh, living off campus but for the first two years you have to live on campus so for you what's the the whole campus life like
1: well our coach he doesn't I think it's your first year you're required to stay on campus and I'm not sure if it's just our coach or if the university actually requires that as a freshman Um, but then after that you're allowed to move off campus if you want Um, but our coach prefers everyone on campus I think just it might be easier to manage And everything just more convenient. But campus life is pretty nice. There's definitely like a lot of different things to do around. And you obviously, you'll see the groups of people, you know, kind of in their areas around the different um, buildings. And they always have like something going on um, on campus, a lot of activities, little festivals, even. Sometimes they'll have like music. There's this guy who's sometimes in front of the Sombria uh, in front of the library where he'll just blow bubbles and it's fun to watch.
0: That's great. You know, so when I was at at college, um, yeah, it was, we had sort of similar things, but then I've also, um, gone to university in Australia and it's just completely different. So it's kind of cool to see, um, both university cultures from Australia and and America as well. Mm -hmm. So you being in San Antonio, you know, one of the biggest metropolitan cities in Texas, as I said earlier, you know, Dallas and Houston and then also Austin being sort of so far away. Is there much to do in San Antonio? Like, I know you've got, you know, NBA team with the San Antonio Spurs. Have you been able to see an NBA game since you've been there?
1: I did, actually. Um, I think maybe two years ago, um, they were giving out, like, uh, free tickets for international students to go and watch a Spurs match at... Um, at the Spurs Centre. So me and two of my other international teammates at the time, we went over and watched and it was really, it was really cool. I've never been to a proper basketball match like that. And the atmosphere was awesome. But yeah, there's, there's plenty of things to do in San Antonio. Like near us, there's like a sort of shopping complex, La Cantera. Further down, um, there's Six Flags, the amusement park, and then even further down, there's the Rim, which is like another kind of entertainment area. There's like a skydiving indoor skydiving place, Top Golf, and then if you go further downtown, that's where like a lot of a lot more things are, like the Riverwalk, the Pearl. I think there's some sort of dock uh, where they have like a farmers market. And like plenty of other places, I I really haven't been around San Antonio enough for how long I've been here. I only just got to the uh, the Riverwalk like properly, maybe like a year or two ago.
0: No, that's that's great that there's you know things to do around around campus because I'm sure you have a you know really big busy schedule, especially in the spring with tennis season. And then right now you're in the midst of final exams, so it's I guess it's good to get a breath of fresh air. Let's swing it back to um, a day. A normal day for you in this, what does a regular day look like for you?
1: It would depend on what day. So, if it was Monday, uh, Wednesday, Friday, we, well, actually, Monday would usually be our like mandatory day off because our coach scheduled it so that like if we had a weekend match and then we'd have Monday off and then we go into practice for the week. But I think let's say like a Tuesday, we would have practice from nine to 11 um, at the courts. And then we would have about an hour break in between. And then at one, we would go to practice nine to 11. And then after that, I think most of us would usually go into the recovery room to do some recovery. And then I would have class from no, from one to two fifteen, 15. Um, and then the rest of my day was pretty open just to do homework and rest and everything. About a Wednesday, we would have weights from 6 to 7 a.m. And then we would have a bit of a break where we would go to the training room get ready for practice nine to 11. I had class from 12 to 1250. Again, just kind of get everything sorted, homework and everything for for the next day. It wasn't awful. uh, But then again, a lot of the team was injured this semester. So we would usually have more um, like on court running or sort of fitness stuff. But we didn't, we kind of didn't do that just because everyone was kind of injured.
0: And with you graduating this year, do you have any plans to further education or work full time when you get back home?
1: Um, so I graduate at the end of this year. I Just because I came in the spring, they counted the fall that I wasn't there as like part of my eligibility. So I just lose my eligibility after this semester, but I'm still on a different scholarship in the fall Hoping to apply for a scholarship to get my master's in England, but if that doesn't work out, then I would probably try maybe going on the pro circuit for a little bit since I've been playing tennis since I was four and a half. So, you know, may as well just go for it. Give it a try. doesn't work out. At least I can say I tried. No regrets there. And then after that, probably, yeah, definitely think of, you know, furthering my education, finding a job, um, that sort of thing.
0: Great. No, that sounds great. Sounds, um, sounds really promising. Jasmine, thank you so much for coming on the Play USA podcast for the First Serve. Uh, best thank of you. luck for the future.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.
0: And there we have it. A big thank you to Jasmine for joining us on the Play USA podcast. If you've missed any of our previous episodes, you can visit thefirstserve.com.au or listen via your favorite podcast platform. Stay tuned for episode five, where we speak to Torrington's Josh Charlton, who plays for the University of Oregon.
1: The First Serve is your home of tennis at thefirstserve.com.au. Log on to find out all the details of our live radio show, other podcasts, read weekly features by our team of writers, and follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.